Hey, Stu, your rent's due, motherfucker. Hey, Aries, you heard about that new uh, podcast app called Anchor? I sure did, Andy. Guess what? It's time to pay some bills. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And they have tons of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And we know you know about that money, Jew boy. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go download your Anchor app now for free, or you can go to anchor.fm to get started today. Can you feel it, baby? That money? Yeah. And don't be pulling that falling down the stairs shit on me, you hear? Yo, what's up? This is the big Shaquille O'Neal. I used to be the big Shamrock, the big Cavalier. Make sure you support me and Andy Steinberg's podcast. Go to iTunes and... Spears and Steinberg. Spears and Steinberg. Spears and Steinberg. Spears and Steinberg. On iTunes. On iTunes and rate something? Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you got to rate us. 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 We got to know what, what's, what's going on. So we, can we move up on and get some stars on uh, on iTunes? Yeah. DMX, we need some stars on iTunes. Go to Spears and Steinberg on iTunes. Rate a motherfucker. Uh-huh. Hey, yo, EG. Sly. How you doing, man? Oh, I got a live one here. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Spears and Steinberg. Special guest? Eleanor Kerrigan. Wonderful. I didn't know I was special. I got excited. I was looking for a special guest. Absolutely special. Absolutely special. Let's let's just let everybody know. Uh, what Eleanor, who Eleanor performs with, and Uh-oh. some of her background, so that you know. Just to let you know, though, this is the second time she's been on the podcast. She replaced oh, you, that's right? Right on the I forgot on the when I wasn't available. Yeah. I I got a lot of feedback from that. I filled in, and they were like, "You're not as good as Aries. We got to get Aries that. back." I'm just saying that. that's what they told me. Is that what they told repeatedly? you repeatedly? I don't believe that, but okay. <laughs> but you'll take it. And, and, and you know what? She's a good. She's a good fill in because she's funny. I try and to be sexy. Oh, and she's a woman, delicious. so that always helps to shake it up a little bit. Let's shake it up. All right, so you're going to tell us who you? Yeah, I didn't ask you that when we were on the show. I didn't. Aries, to shake it up? No, Aries' question was a lot more poignant. Uh, tell us about yourself and who you open up for and what you do. Oh, uh, I've been doing stand up almost 11 years. It'll be in February. It'll be 11 years. Isn't that crazy? And uh, I tour with Andrew Dice Clay. Oh! And a quick, funny uh, backstory. I first came to the comedy store in 93. And she was working here. As a waitress. And it's been 24 years since. (laughs) And she's still a staple here. Is that sad? No, not at all. Not at all. You know a lot of history. You you got a lot of goods on a lot of people. If you're like Heidi Fleiss, if you open up the black <laughs> That's book, what they called me the other night. <laughs> if you open up the black book, a lot of motherfuckers will be quaking in their boots. Between the cocaine and the AIDS in this building, uh, it's serious. How I got through any of it? By and now they handed out sexual harassment indictments like it's Halloween candy. I told a, a funny uh, sexual harassment story that we had here 
uh, for some reason, somebody was like, oh, yeah, we have to have sexual harassment. You know, so they came down and they give us a lecture or whatever, explain what sexual harassment is in the workplace, how to recognize it. Whatever. I'm like, this is a fucking comedy store. We, we, it's all day. It's all day. Like, Eleanor holds a lot of motherfuckers' futures in her hands. <laughs> that's, that's definitely not true. But <laughs> we, so here we are as a staff, uh, you know, in the kitchen, everybody's standing around. Somebody's reading this pamphlet. I'm looking around the room. I'm like, okay, that guy gave her herpes. She mm. gave it to him. Who the fuck is mm. talking sexual harassment? This is like an orgy that they just <laughs> broke up for the hour so they can tell us this. And I was leaning on like a, the counter in the kitchen and I had my ass sticking in the air because I'm just like, oh, fuck this. Come on, hurry up. You know, <laughs> I got to set up. I got to get my ashtrays out, you know, and I, I got to start getting ready for work. And as I was doing that, Dave Tyree walked in, this old school black comic, one of my favorites. One of the best. Right? And he walked in and he saw my ass like that and he smacked me so hard in the ass and it just echoed through the whole meeting. (laughs) (laughs) And you let him go. And I just stood up and went, that's probably the end of the meeting, right? Right, That's a wrap, guys. the key is you let him go. You didn't tell on him. No, I love Dave Tyree. It made me laugh. When you can smoke in public, smoke in a building, (laughs) smack women on the ass. He and was, was the best. Of as nothing. He was just a silly, funny. Can we bring that pimp? era back? Eighties, <laughs> nineties. Yeah, where before shit was got all pussyfied, stressed. Well, but if there's no intent, then there's no problem, right? Is that isn't that the way it was supposed to work? I assume. Back then? I, I mean, I'm pretty fucking jaded, so I don't know what's right and wrong. I just know if I feel really uncomfortable or really. I don't know, handled wrong, if you will, then yeah, that's a problem. But I, it was funny. It was a joke. joke. It was a goof. I, I don't know. Are, do we want to get into this right now at the beginning? Oh, or do you want to do something? No, I don't mind. I, I would love to get into it. But I think we should ta- – first of all, I want to thank the Comedy Store for letting us do the podcast here. Oh, this that, is, Yeah, I love it. Does it feel weird to be back at the Comedy Store, though, Aries? No, because uh, – Because you belong my, here. My name is on the wall, and I got two pictures up. Yes, you when do. When I was in my uh, pubescent years. <laughs> So uh, this is this is old home for me. You were like nineteen, right? Because I remember. Yeah, eighteen, nineteen. Yeah, because yeah. Eleanor sold you out. She told a story on the oh, yeah. other podcast. Will you tell that story? That was my favorite. <laughs> uh, you know, I I came to the comedy store as a naive, cocky, arrogant. I ruled the we world. All? I'm the next Eddie Murphy type persona, and uh, Dom Irera was late. And, and and this is my first time here in L.A. and at the Comedy Store. So Dom Irera is late. And if you don't show up, the comic that's supposed to go on after you takes right. your spot. So the, 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 the guy who's working the piano near the starlight is about to introduce me because Dom is late. But then Dom shows up and he's standing right next to me going, no, 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 no. I want my spot. And I'm screaming over him. Nah, motherfucker, you missed it. The new sheriff is in town. So, needless to say, I got off on the wrong foot with a veteran, a well-respected veteran, because I was too naive and cocky. And uh, Dom hated me for a long time, rightly so. Uh, but since then, it's been a long time. It's been two decades. So, we since made up, and we laugh about it. I but, love uh, that. I, I forgot. I just, I just went through a period of straight, I'm the shit, I'm the new guy in town. And there was a young white girl who was a comedian I forget the, the complete story, but kind of the same thing where she tried to overtake me and I wouldn't allow it. So I was Aries and long story short, 
It got a little physical. <laughs> I did some shit that a nigga never should do. It was one Knowing what favorite. I know now about racism, I did shit that in nineteen in, in 1940, I would have been hanging from a tree. Oh, Jesus. So, uh, yeah. And I got banned for a little bit. Um, <laughs> and this is this has seemed to become a, a, a somewhat... So did she, by the way. Huh? So did she, by did the way. Did she really? Yeah, I she never did knew too. that. Yeah, yeah. And she was underage as well. So it was well, too then, w- w- So did she get banned because she was underage? No, she the fight the whole thing. Oh, I never knew stink. that. Yeah. I thought I was the only one punished. Mm-mm. She got punished too. Oh well, see, I know that now. Yeah. How do you but feel? I, how do you feel now? Now that you know that, it don't change shit. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm sure she's somewhere doing wonderful. She, like, she like does a lot of TV and stuff. Yeah. See, I don't think she does stand up as much. AKA, well, she don't do stand up because she wasn't that funny. <laughs> if you quit from the business, it's because you didn't bring the goods. But like Paul Mooney said, homie, she's got the complexion for the protection. <laughs> she's a white female. She was going to be all right. I'm still suffering the effects of that Oh, moment. my God. Yeah. That is hilarious. Well, yeah. she's never prevented you from getting other stuff because she had. No, I probably have been in my own way. Okay. More than I would like to admit. But nonetheless, it wasn't a good move. Historically, a black man should never put his hands on a white woman. Because nine times out of ten, you're not going to get away with it. OJ was the exception. Okay. Okay. That's it. <laughs> he got away with killing two white folks. <laughs> that nigga was a unicorn. He was a myth. <laughs> he was a miracle. He is. He certainly Most is. times, niggas get in trouble for shit like that. And I'm telling you to this day, this is the cloud that hangs over me that still haunts me. Oh, So wow. if I had it to do over again, I would have never done that. Well, just remember, OJ did go to jail for True. Uh, theft. Right. Theft. And he yeah. served... They'll find years, years for, for stealing his own shit. <laughs> White folks will get you. They, so, they're so going to find They, they, they cut that it. unicorn horn off of him. As they fast shaved as they it could. down a little, a little bit, bit yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's definitely a nub now. There uh, it is. All right. Uh, should we give it? But, but before we get into that, because okay. we were talking a little bit before yeah, we yeah. started, and Eleanor, again, matter of fact, I was at, I was, I think it was Hulu I was going through, or something where I saw Dice's latest special. And okay. you were opening for him. Oh, yeah. So Showtime. Uh, Eleanor fucks with Dice. <laughs> and I remember once upon a time ago when I did Def Jam when I was 16, one of my first impressions was Dice. I love it. And I thought I did Dice good. So much so that Wheels, okay. his right-hand man, one yeah, of his closest yeah. brothers, he, he told me Dice even said to him, this fucking black guy does me better than any white cocksucker I've ever seen. Oh! <laughs> and I thought I was good until I s- heard... Uh, Anthony. I knew you were going to uh, say Anthony. Have you heard? He have the, you, listen, Jesus. I've been on the radio with them when Jesus. he's done it to him. It's, it's flawless. It's ridiculous. The way Frank Caliendo does Madden and owns it, and people yeah. go, you can't copyright an impression, which yeah. you can't. Anybody can do an impression. But Frank does it so goddamn good. Everybody goes, if they see you do Madden, they go, man, you Frank. Yeah. <laughs> if I do Shaq and anybody does Shaq, they go, Man, you Aries. Right. Fucking uh, Anthony. Anthony Kumi. owns Dice. And he does that skit, We Died. I, I died the first time I heard it. He does Andrew Dice gay. I, so. Yes. And Patrice is on there. Yes. Oh, God. But he's been doing it for years. And does when they Andrew were on like Owen, it? He loves it. Does he really? He loves it. Because in Anthony fact, and- he got in trouble in his book. He wrote about Opie and Anthony and being on there and how they helped him so much with his career. But he goes, truly, Anthony's the comic. And Opie got pissed. 
but it's true. Anthony's the funny one. Opie's terrific in his own I, right. The, the sense different. I always get from listening to it is, and maybe it's more Opie than Anthony, is that Dice hates him. He hates no. the impression. No, no, he loves it. All no, right. they're wrong. Cause he, right. And they, they got mad when he wrote that. Like, Opie even like stopped talking to Dice, wouldn't take his calls right. anymore. <laughs> Turned right. into a whole thing. Right. I mean, they always have drama because they're all a bunch of bitches, technically. But... <laughs> Uh, I mean, I've never, they fight like schoolgirls. It's annoying. Right. I'm like, really? He said this about who and what? This is why we wanted Eleanor on the podcast. I, and, and since, since, no, I liked it. And since we're going to take advantage of this moment. Oh, I thought you were going to say this girl. No, no. Like, okay. it, it, you you too. Uh, <laughs> this is one thing I should, I should be upset with Eleanor for. I want it's a gift to. and a curse. I don't know if you remember this, Mm-mm. but you had a friend who came and saw me perform. And it's again, in the beginning, 93. And this is when I was slimmer, sexier. I was the dude. And your friend wanted to give me some pussy so bad. And I and I took advantage of it. I, I, I said, I want her to fuck me. But she got so hammered. I went back to her crib. And I don't know if she ever told you, but she was sucking my dick. And she threw up all over my dick. I have heard this story a million times, but... Not with you and one of my friends. It yes. was my friend. I never. I have. It, a, I hang out with a lot of classic. I girls, treated it so. like a, like a rape case. <laughs> I just sat on the shower floor, knees Crying. to chest, and let the water drip down on me like a victim. I said I will never tell about this. Why? It was the most disgusting, appalling shit I've ever been through, and I wanted to finish, but the sensation of head with and, the smell of vomit oh. just didn't do it for me. That is brutal. It was very brutal. I have a very good friend. She, her first date with her now fiance, she threw up on his. And I was like, he he proposed to you. How good was the head? That's yes. Do you? How do you get past something like that? That's a level of white boy I've never been able to reach. And I have white boy in me. I don't know how to do that either. I just I I would be humiliated. But now the relationship. What's there not to survive? I don't know. I'm dying to know who my friend is though. <laughs> Do you even I could, remember I could, I could, the name? Re- I could remember her from a can of paint. I, I really couldn't. See, I blocked gorgeous. shit out. Yeah, and I just it was it was a horrible moment. And I remember where she lived. Oh, Jesus. In terms of where I lived, was probably about a good twenty minute walk. And I was literally walking from her <gasps> crib to my crib, like Bill Bixby in the TV show The Hulk. <laughs> Like I, you could hear the. You wouldn't like him when he's angry. Were you wearing purple pants? I might have been. I, and I gave <laughs> I the hope thumbs so. up, looking for a ride. Mm, three o'clock in the morning, and I just was. I was <laughs> Holy Hulk, shit. walking a lonely road with vomit on my dick. It was terrible. I am so sorry. I don't know who. It's that a great story now. Oh, is yes. uh, but yeah. I. But she probably could have been one of my best friends. I don't know. <laughs> I can't. I vaguely remember it now that you're saying it, because I was like, "Oh, you're gonna go home with Aries, all right? You could be better. Tell me everything." No, I'm just kidding. Mm. And no, she didn't. Yeah, nothing came up. Nothing ever came, and that's <laughs> as it should be. Because I think everything be. came out. Yeah, everything came out. There was nothing, <laughs> le- there, nothing left to come up. Uh, do you want to? I was just gonna say that uh, today on our podcast is the death of uh, Charles Manson died today at 83. Did he? Yeah. Oh, take your time, Charlie. Oh. 83. Rightly so. Yeah. Delarice died too. I heard, yeah. I did hear I that. Saw that, and I saw I saw the the tweet where all the a good majority of the people that were known people and respected people in 
Harlem Nights, all dead. Charlie Murphy, Aww. Red Fox, Richard Pryor, Della Reese, uh, Robin Harris, Ronaldo Ray. It just makes you go, dude, I'm getting old. It's scary, I'm right? I'm watching people who I grew up with, loved, and liked. And they're die. checking out. And they're checking out. Dude, I'm 10 years older than you. I'm freaking out. <laughs> I'm Jewish and 10 years older than you. I'm you dying in a second you now. Niggas got high cholesterol uh, and, high, <laughs> and high blood pressure. I got nerves. You, you good. You good. Um, yeah, Jews have medicine, don't they? We got niggas got medicine too, but we'll take our medicine and still eat a bucket of chicken. Okay, okay. And, and go, it'll all work out. <laughs> we'll get through. White this. folks, white folks know how to take their medicine and obey the rules. Niggas see, mm. don't take with alcohol. Fuck that. Oh, it probably take, goes down better with oh. it. That's why they tell us not yeah. to. Yeah. <laughs> do you, Do you have any words on uh, Lavar Ball and Donald Trump's fight about uh, bringing the kid, the kids, the three kids back from uh, China? Is that the kid's father, right? Yeah, this kid's father. That's the Well, if I understand it right, again, Donald Trump was upset about the fact they didn't that they didn't say thank you. All the kids did and he appreciated that. It was LeVar Ball who said that uh that he had nothing to do with he's it. He's trying to keep that brand alive. Whoa. He's 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 Don King. He's he's a showman. He's trying to keep that brand alive. I'm I'm just again, you you talk about the narcissist Donald Trump being such a narcissist. In terms of, you have to thank me. Yes. But why would I brought he, you home. Yeah. Again, something Obama would never but do. But then why even comment on it? You're the president of the United States and the big because caller he's a, a brand. Because he's a teenage girl that is in I charge agree. of the glee club. Mm-hmm. It, it's ridiculous he, he, that he commented. I he cares about that shit. Why? He needs to be. It's everything, because he do you needs have to, to care be about everything? Yes. About everything. Yes. Yeah. He never had real love. So it's a constant I don't yell know. for appreciation and attention. Go be pre- isn't there something you could do to be president? Positive, but he won't do it. <laughs> I don't even care about positive. Do something presidential. Just, That's what I'm saying. Yeah, there, I'm away. positive yeah. there's things he oh, should uh, be yeah, doing, yeah. but he's not doing them because he uh, don't give a fuck. How he much, gets more right. attention on Twitter. How much TV and You guys and keep Twitter giving him attention. Watching. Fuck him. Um, okay. I can't. I, so, I, I can't. I can't even read a tweet about that piece of <laughs> shit. I'll lose my mind. I can't. I, I don't. I, I, I. Aries and I have this conversation where uh, we, we talked about Mississippi burning, and he says I'm the guy who wants uh, to take down Donald Trump, and he's the one who wants to take Donald Trump down by any means necessary. I'm always you got to quote him correctly, but at, at this point, mm-hmm. I don't even care about quoting him. Why would you? I don't. I don't want him to comment on anything anymore. I want him to shut the fuck he's up. He's never going to do that. Go, you know why? Because he, he keeps getting attention. Well, sorry, it, but how do you comment on on, on a bat? Anyway, all right. So didn't the father say uh, it's okay to steal in China? I don't know what he said. That's all not I know great. Is he said, That's not great either. Well, apparently, it's well, not okay to steal in China. And it's not okay it. to steal anywhere. But it, but 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 we see in terms of a pattern, and historically, niggas catch hell whether they in America or abroad because Asians been following us in liquor stores. Here in America, okay, okay, since got forever. a point. So, what made them niggas think they could go to Louis to the, Vuitton, to Louis the Vuitton, home of Asians, <laughs> yeah, and walk around and right. not be noticed or followed? Just come on, man, got to be smarter than that. They, they definitely the kids were in the wrong. I mean, it was terrible. Yeah, but, I've had friends that got jailed, white, Puerto Rican, in other countries for doing stupid shit. Well, people think that. And tr- no president ever helped them out. Well, he was there. I mean, I mean, rightfully, Donald Trump is there. He's talking to uh, the president of China. I could see him saying, "Hey, let's not make this an issue. Can we handle maybe, this?" Maybe this was Donald Trump trying again, get- attempting to bring up his his popularity in the black community. Yeah, because we all know that. Yeah, you're, you're, you're right. That could real be niggas ain't for Trump. 
So, right. may, so maybe as his poll numbers continue to slide into historic failure, this is him trying to go. How can I get something? You, how can I get black people to let me let me let me free these three niggas? Sheriff, what's it? What's his name? Sheriff Clark. Oh, Coon Clark. Yeah, Coon Clark. I just wanted to get him going. This, Coon Clark. this is all I. All you have to do is bring him up. I didn't even have. You're to, like lobbing softball. Yeah, all I had to do was say sheriff. Thing. All I had to do was say sheriff, and he Coon was ready Clark. to go. <laughs> he hates that dude. But I get it, and you might be right with trying to get his popularity and get into the black culture. Like, look what I did. Right. Nobody would ever do every, that. Every president historically has done the thing, and, and when I say every president, to be specific, white president, has done the thing that they all feel uncomfortable doing, which is when they make that world tour and they go to Africa, mm-hmm. having to wear the African garb and dance the African dance. First of all, even if it was America, we all know it's been a long comedic joke. White men can't dance. Right. But to have to put on African shit and pretend to enjoy something you don't is highly uncomfortable. Bush, watching him do it was hilarious. Unbelievable. I can't wait to see Trump. Put on African garb. He won't do it. And pretend like he loves. I don't think he'll do it either. No, he, they don't do it. But That's he, their but he, thing. But, but if he's traditional in the presidential sense, he won't. He's not. He's supposed to do it. But he won't do it. He didn't. When he went to China right now, they didn't eat any sushi or anything like that. She he wouldn't he wear that steak. Thing. Yeah, he wouldn't do that. And he, yeah. he would only eat uh, well done steak. This dude who had a steak company only eats well done steak. Okay. He's supposed to have taste. Do not bring but things white people, up. But what, if we're being honest. Y'all like your steak bloody. I was just no, y'all, y'all don't like no. Your steak I'm a shoe leather. Do not no. give me something I'm that medium, I have in common medium. with that piece yeah, of that's shit. What you have in common no, with but Eleanor seems like she'll fuck a nigga. So I will, but I do like shoe leather for a steak. <laughs> but that's the that's that's that black dick in you. Oh, okay. If if you like black dick, you gonna take on black traits. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he got out. If she was pure, uh, uncut cocaine white woman. Right. She would like her shit red. No, medium. Medium is still flavor in it. What are you doing to the steak that so you're cooking gross. it that way? So gross. I hate that. Then buy I shitty steak. Rare. Then tell me you buy Chuck and you burn Chuck. How dare you talk to me like that? No, I don't. I buy good shit. Then why are you I burning burn the it? Fuck, fuck out, out of it. it. There's no flavor left. Because you know why? I do what I want. Okay, well, <laughs> are we going to are we gonna stay on, uh, on black shit right now? Is that what we're you saying? You got we, as we, angry you, about the steak as he did about, about the yeah, fucking sheriff. I fucking worked in the restaurant forever and I couldn't say, you know why I hate the re- they get mad. I, you know, okay, at no, no. Here's the here's the thing. I'm gonna okay. This we've talked about this a little bit. I was a server at a restaurant, and sometimes I brought this up in in the in the show that uh, black folks in in restaurants when something gets fucked up, they think oh. it's because they're black. A lot of times, not every time, but no, sometimes. No, no. Here's every the, time. Every time. Okay. Here's the thing. Okay. Before we continue. <laughs> before we continue. Let's note. Prior to Eleanor, Andy and I, we do this just us, and Sorry. he's he's never had anyone to. Back him up. Back him up. <laughs> so now that it's two on one, I'm sensing I'm going to get some white man. No. It's about time I let this shit off my chest. No. Fuck you niggas fury. No, because I, I've corrected you on. kind of feel that. I'm nervous. I'm feeling it. No. I, I've never seen him respond. Like I'm, I'm fired his, up about some other his shit. His voice too. octave went no. up. His whiteness is getting stronger. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. He's Jewish. He's not white. Calm He's down. Not. He's the greatest of white. <laughs> no, Jewish, no, no, no. Jewish is the uncut cocaine of white. Oh. Don't forget the Mexican part of me. Don't forget what? it. My mom would be upset if I don't if I don't throw that out there. All of a sudden, he's okay. in trouble. He brings up the Mexican. You got to. You got you to. Brown people are important. Um, here's, the, here's the thing with the, uh-huh. the, the, the well-done steak. 
black dudes come in, they order the steak well done. Everybody's getting their food, and they're mad because they think that they're there's they're not they're not getting the same service. It takes twice as long to cook a fucking burnt steak. Uh, yeah, I, that's why. And as a server, I hated when people ordered well done. I don't care if you were black, if you were Asian. So the complaint the is the complaint is that because of the time frame, black people complain. They're, they're getting, they know because they think that there's some fucking injustice going on in the restaurant. It ain't got nothing to do with injustice. Niggas ain't never on time to begin with. So why would we complain about a steak that ain't on time? Because it's happened It's happened many times Whoa. when I was working at the restaurant where they thought when they ordered their hamburger burnt and everybody else at the table next to him's hamburger came out earlier. And that's a medium hamburger. Did you, did you see what he just did? He did. I, I feel like I just ordered put my it, black and white shirt. Ordered it burnt. He 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 he, he <laughs> tore our shit down to what we Bart. want equally as well done Bart. is Bert. I ordered my hash. You took browns. the light. You no. took the legs from other niggas. No, and you and you and you made Bart it about being Bert. No. Bert, we just want it done as equally well done as the white people that like this shit equally well done. <laughs> but you said Bert, like that takes extra time. It does take extra this time. This is the gang up. And when this I, is the gang when up. I, when I this order, is the gang up. When I, order, I knew this moment was coming. When I order hash browns, I order my hash browns burnt. That's well done. It's well done. It's diner slang. Burnt. It's well burnt. done. Slang. Now he's throwing slang out? Well, right. yeah, diner slang. Okay, <laughs> diner since, slang. Since, since we're going that direction and since I'm already uh, going to be in this, Fired uh, up. Black Lives Matters. This was a while ago, but I had to bring this up because this is a while ago, and I just saw this, and I wanted your comment on it. Yes. Uh, there was a request from uh, one of the Black Lives uh, Matter leaders about what white people need to do, what what they're looking for from white people who are supposed to be woke. White people don't get woke, by the way. Right. Mm. Uh, can I read you this list of ten things that uh, I'm listening. that they think we, uh, that Black Lives Matters think that white people should do? Stop saying burnt. Uh, no, That's one. No, <laughs> white people. If you don't have any descendants, uh, will your property to a black or brown family, preferably one that lives in uh, generational poverty? Oh. When you say will, you mean give it away? You give, give it, it give yeah. It, give it to Like a if you family. don't have any family and right. you're just going to leave it to – because a well, lot nigga, of – the state nigga, will take it. Niggas still ain't got the 40, acre, 40 acres in a mule. No, 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 no. There's no still. You're never getting the 40 acres in a mule. That honesty. Okay. I love that white honesty. Continue on. Okay. You're saying it like he's the one that's giving it out. No, but he's, he's Jewish. It, They're not but, even here yet. But he said it as a white a man should. You're never getting a nigga. <laughs> Move on. No, okay. You, that I like. Let's be honest about it. That's not going to happen. <laughs> that was very Mooney-esque right yeah. there. I, I like. swear to God, oh. Eleanor not being here next week, Andy will go back to being No, Andy. No. I, when we get to the last part of this, you're going to get too much more, Andy. Andy's uh, career is over at the end of this podcast. I don't believe it. You got uh, the complexion for the protection. Pretend you have a Do career. Go ahead. Yeah, pretend. Pretend that I have a career because Aries gave me one. That's oh, okay. what I got. Right. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Aries. The same way niggas gave Eminem hip hop, and now he's the number one rapper ever. Fuck all the niggas that made this business. He's the one that gets the credit. <laughs> as soon as go, if anybody will know this reference, uh, the movie uh, Dragon, the Bruce Lee story, when Bruce Lee goes and talks to the elder. Asian men, and they're upset at him for teaching the Kwai Lo. The Kwai Lo is word for yeah. white man. As soon as we teach the Kwai Lo, and you motherfuckers take over, it's a rap for us. Niggas teaching white people hip-hop is the worst thing we could have ever done. White people love rap. How many, again, I think we talked about this, how many movies have you seen where white people do in comedian, especially comedies, that slow motion walk with hip-hop music 
playing in the background. White people love to swagger but up hip hop. But you to- I to- I explained to you why that isn't the truth of what is happening. What are you saying? Black culture is the only original American culture. It's the only country culture that was developed from the roots George here in America. George Carlin said it best. The black man has always been the cooler man. Always. Paul Mooney said it too. Yeah. But right. George it's never validated to a white man says it. Ooh. Everybody want to be a nigga, too. Nobody want to be a nigga. Black people's swag, style, charisma, flavor, we have that. And everybody wants to take advantage of the nigga swag, but you don't want to take advantage of the nigga detriments, all the shit that come with being black. No, no one wants that. True. No one does. But, but, but I'm being honest when I said that, uh, that American culture, hip-hop culture, is an original culture here in this country. And white kids doing it is just white kids becoming American. Black kids have been American a long time. White kids are just It's cool it out. to be black. It's advantageous to be white. It is. Oh. I, I, everything so you said all, is true. So when all them white kids figure out, there's an advantage to this white thing. All that nigga swag, it's, it's a fad. It's not a fad. It's, a fad. it's not a fad. It, it, lasts, it lasts to the point where until you figure out that being white is advantageous. It's to the point where as gatekeepers keep coming down and other people come up, it's not going to be the same way. We're living in a culture that's it's, it's a dying culture. And as we talk about more of this, we're going to talk more about this culture that's fallen down. It's fallen down. Okay. It's going to be brought up by other people, but it's fallen down. Okay. We're done. I'm a dinosaur. You're kind of a dinosaur. You're a dinosaur. We're all dinosaurs. Why, why, why are you calling him a dinosaur? We're because old. we're old. Right. We're old. Okay. We're so old. fucking old. So we're, are we responsible for this dying culture? To Is the that what degree? You're yeah, because we built it. We built it and lived in it. We built it. Well... Yeah. We lived in it. We lived well, in well, it. Well, and be, and a lot be, of us and, let it go. Got to keep and, going. And because of the a lot of the laws that are in place now, we can't do what we used to do that was necessary to do to keep these young kids in line. Can't beat your kids. Oh no hell more. yeah, I'm with you on you that. Can't knock I them hate out. That shit. You're, you're you're a bad parent. You're an abuser. Yeah, and sometimes you got to knock a motherfucker but, out. But these kids aren't going to be the ones to grow this new culture either. It's the it's the generation after that. It's not these. These ones are too much of pussies to be able to grow it. So if we, so if, so if this generation is pussies, what's the next generation going to learn from? They're, they're going to learn that they can't live like that. They're they're looking Based at it off now what? because they're looking at it now. They're looking at the idiots that are coming up from it. They're looking at it right now. It and gets worse from here. No, it's it's going it to get worse from. I here. think it gets no. worse from here. I don't think so. No, I don't think so. I've you lead by example. You lead by no, 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 no. Before you, it's pussy. Yeah. No, Where you, do you go from there? You lead by example, but you learn from mistakes. And they're who gonna, learns from mistakes? Everybody learns. You learn more from a mistake than you do from doing something correct. And when we see what these people are doing, and these safe spaces and quiet rooms and the, uh, quiet rooms. But I'm okay. saying they should have learned this a while ago from that mistake, and it's they're still making this it's mistake a, it's a because mistake. they're still out there coming well, up like this. We we have we have a lot of things that we need to fix right now. It's a mistake to fuck without a condom, but it feels great, so I keep making that mistake. Yeah. But you just have to and pull but, out, and that's I mean, when you, no, when you figure do, it when out. You, when Jesus, we, Mary, and Joseph. When you get <laughs> you AIDS, you, you'll stop. You'll stop fucking without a condom. Oh Jesus! He, do you have kids? Yeah, three. Oh mother of God! No, you can't. You can't go fucking without a condom. Yeah, I don't have any kids. 
You know, I got to keep note of the time because you, we got 20 minutes to discuss the comedy thing. It's 4.02. Oh, so okay. So we got another. Well, I didn't even get to this Black Lives So thing. let's get to it. Okay. Because we got another eight minutes before we got even to Even Okay, I'm going to run through this really quickly. White people, if you're interested uh, inheriting property you intend to sell upon acceptance, give it to a black or brown family. You're bound to make that money in some other white privileged way. I got a question. I don't have any money. I have seven cents in my bank account. Where does the because because there's come? a delusion that white. Let me, let me let me let me set this straight. For the record, because I, I hear white people say what you just said. I don't understand. Do it. all white people have white privilege? No. No. Yes. No. Let me. Yes. Let me, Andy, okay. Andy, this is important. Andy, come to my neighborhood. No, no, no. Come I'm going to come to your neighborhood. I'll give it to you in just a second. Hold on. Are all white people racist? Absolutely not. Oh. But we know that albino tigers exist in the wild. Which is to say, there are a few exceptions where, yes, there are poor white people that don't sure. have the white privilege and they go through the same things that black people go through. But as a whole, the main species is yeah. the, the, the classic black and gold tiger, striped. Are there albino monkeys, tigers, people? Yes, they exist in the wild. But that's not the main species. Right. White privilege is real. No, it's I believe it's real. real. There are some white people who can go, well, that ain't my life. I've seen it. I've seen it yeah. a million times. And that, I'm like, that ain't oh. my life. I'm not like that. Mazel tov. You yeah. are the exception to the rule. Do all black women have big fat asses? No. I've seen some black women in strip clubs, asses flat as notebook paper. How did she get hired? But, sorry. like Eddie Murphy said in Delirious, we are the ass and lip people. That is our species. <laughs> okay, now do I get to comment on this? Right, the floor is yours. First of all, white privilege isn't what everybody thinks it is. As a white person, when you go in to, a, uh, to most businesses that are white-dominated, you feel comfortable. You didn't even notice that there's no, no black people in that place, did you? Uh-huh. You do? Yeah. Okay, then you're, you're one of the I'm few. A, I'm a mess. Then you're one of the few. Yeah. But as, as a white person, we can go into most places and not feel... The, we're not the minority, so that is a privilege. That is what the white privilege is. When I say we're all white, we all have white privileges. Being white, that's what I'm talking mm -hmm. about. I'm not talking about we all come with extra money or we all sure. get extra things. I'm saying we have the ability to walk down the street, and when the police pass by us, we don't. We're not thinking, are they going to come back and fuck with us just because we're black or brown? Right. That is a privilege. That's the privilege that they're talking about. Not because it is so much as a privilege, but that's something that they don't get if you're yes. a black or brown person. Okay. That's the privilege that I'm talking sense. about. When I'm talking, when you just said, uh, now I'm going to forget what you just said. Oh, about uh, are all white people racist? Yes, all black people are racist. All in everyone's ra everyone, everyone has, has a bigoted point them, of view. But to, pla to practice racism, that's the different part. To practice racism is different. We all look at somebody and have a racist thought in our head. Yeah, like my father is way different from me. I am like Mooney taught me. Right. We're the change. We're the change. Our parents were a different type. They came up a different way. He, you know, my little sister was dating a black guy. Every got everybody got pissed off at her. Nobody was talking to her. And I was and Mooney is the only person I could talk to about it. And he's like, "You're the change. You got to make it right." And like they're just gonna have to learn. Too bad. This is the way the world is. And they're set in their old ways. And this is where you're at right but to think that when you say something like this when you're uh, when you're running a group like black lives matter and you say something like you're going to make that money up in other white privileged ways there's no you don't make up money in white privileged right. ways that's where I there's got people that have money who are white and that's what that's what it is money gets money money yeah 
And that's why okay. white people have been able to keep the money. Well, opportunity is, leads to money. Opportunity. And the opportunity is not the same. No, but, but there's only so much that you can do. If you're a poor white dude, you don't get the same opportunities that a rich white dude gets. Yeah, but you, as a poor white dude, you get better opportunities than a poor black dude. No, you get... A poor white dude beats a poor black dude any day of the week. Yeah, how? A poor white dude, a poor white dude versus a rich white dude, he's as fucked as a poor black dude. Okay, but... But when it comes to racism and systematic racism and economics, a poor white dude beats a poor black dude... Every time. Right, because that's the privilege. That's the equal playing field. But does a rich... A How rich, is that the equal playing field? There I just is no said equal it. playing field. There is field. no equal playing field. That. That's what I'm saying. I do believe That's in what that. I meant is an equal playing field. It doesn't exist if a, in that beating. But what happens when you have a rich black dude and, and, a, and, a, and a poor white dude? Who wins in that one? The nigger, but he got to do everything right. <laughs> but also, I'm not, I'm I'm not disagreeing right. with it. Because, whole- because if the rich black dude fuck up, the way the rich, the way the poor white dude fuck up, that's when the racism comes into account. But all I'm saying is by that statement, you can't if say... If OJ was broke, his ass would be in jail. No, no kidding. OJ mm. had to be rich yes. to win the way Certainly. a poor white dude would win in that same situation. Rephrase it. OJ had to be rich to get the same legal treatment that a white rich dude would privilege. get. A rich white See, dude. See, I would call get. it rich privilege. It is rich. If you have money, you have money, and that's it. But if it. you have white, you have white. If you have black, it's not. It's not advantageous. But you just said, you just contradicted it with the whole OJ thing because he had money. Because if yeah, you're right. If he OJ, had money. if OJ, with money had, is money, and that's if it. OJ had been broke with the same situation, he would have gone to prison. His race would have been a factor. It was still a factor with him having money, but. He had the money, the means, and let's be honest. It was honest, definitely the, harder. The, the, fact, the fact that the jury was 90% black, that worked in his favor. But also, but he got that jury because he was rich and black. So in mm-hmm. Eleanor, what Eleanor's saying is and, and that money can be the great equalizer in this event. It, money, to a degree. Money wins everything, at, I To feel. a degree. Okay, money at wealth. Not money in middle class. Not money in lower class. That doesn't win anything. I also like we're talking about the playing field, the poor black kid versus the poor white kid, whatever. I have a niece that couldn't get into a school. She's poor, whatever. They tried to, but they were like, oh, we have to take uh, brown, black, or whatever. It's something different. We can't. You're both, all, you're all in the same thing. And if you're all on the same level, academically, financially, all that shit, they're giving it to the minority over the white kid any day of the week. And if poor they, and white if, kid. Poor. They, but they're giving it to the minority. Which is fine, I understand. No, but, but, but he's but, still a minority as well. But if they're, giving it, if they're well? giving it to the minority, trust me, for every minority that wins, there are forty white kids that win more. Richer white kids. They can afford uh, to go uh, to the school. The hood. Listen, I'll take She's, you to my mother's house. You, you know, it's just, uh, the neighborhood's a mess. I mean, I'm not saying all those kids try to get out. Some do, some don't. I'm not saying you're wrong, but when we when you add it up, and you're right. To a point, to, I, I agree with you on this point. I don't know where you are on this point, but when you take it to the next level, now take it to rich and rich. Yeah, we're a lower rich black income. Pe- but now take a rich black dude and a rich white dude. Who oh, gets course, the, the business? White guy okay, so that's becoming. where I said money is an equalizer, but it doesn't define what's going to happen next. Sure, sure. And then there's the, the race defines that- it. Mm. Interesting, interesting way to look at it. But it, it's a slide. It's a sliding scale. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect timing. It's four ten. Okay, we didn't get through any of the shit. So, but that's okay. That's okay. No, but that's good. But we have to have that consistency with the comedy list. We have to have that. I, consistency. But we didn't get to do any of the stuff about uh, about men. 
that's going on right now. Who wants so to talk about it'll, those? It'll still exist next week when we're in Kansas City next week, dude. I wanted to lose my career tonight on this shit. You can lose. You can lose your career and save <laughs> it all at the same time. And we won't have Eleanor to back us to well, either back okay. us or, I'll to, or send to yell you at us. Somebody in that's Kansas okay. City. That's okay. My point is, we 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 still got next week, and and these sexual allegations. Are still going to be there. Still going to be happening. Okay, just let me just say. They're handing them out like hotcakes. Jeffrey Tambor, Charlie Rose, Russell Simmons, uh, Brett Ratner, all accused today of more. Oh, wait, wait, sorry. Uh, Also, so was uh, Al Franken was accused of another. (laughs) uh, Another woman's come out against Al Franken. And and, and to the listeners, to be continued, remember what he's saying. Yeah. And then next week, we're going to really, this will be our main topic. Yeah, that will be our main topic. Yeah. Can we let women know that dudes want to fuck them though, so that they don't they know that. that they well that they that if they don't know that they're under a they're misnomer. They're you. under a misnomer because they, I don't think that they think that we want to fuck them. They like, know. Wanna, they no. know. I don't think that what they know. Doesn't know. Women are the slickest bitches in the game. I have six brothers, and if I said it was okay, they'd be like, "All right, we're fucking tonight." So, what is that? That's not that's, me. Oh, that's me. All right, the list. Uh, last week, uh, I, I wanted to do 20 because I wanted to get your opinion on it. You did it. It was Sam Kennison was 20. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to start at 19 because I wanted to separate Sam Kennison from number 19, which is Bill Hicks. I know he's one of the most respected dudes in the game. Uh, and, I, and I've said this re- 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 repeatedly. You even repeat it repeatedly right now. Yeah. It's amazing. Uh, comedy being subjective. Just because, again, it's not my cup of tea don't mean – that's to be said. It ain't funny. Uh, Bill Hicks, not my cup of tea, but I respect. I Do you respect. see him at nineteen? Are you thinking higher or lower? Either or, either or, depending on your taste. Okay. I don't I, know. I think. Go ahead. I'm just curious. He's nineteen, but like on this list, you oh, haven't this, heard this, the whole. This, this, I this, don't even know. If what's you knew this him, whole list, it's bad. It's bad. We're gonna do. We're gonna do. Dave our- Chappelle ain't even in the top. What is? What was it? Oh, I don't even know. He wasn't even in the top twenty. He was You're in the top kidding. forty. No. And this was a recent list. Well, this is like people, real people, voting on this list, like regular oh. people. But we're gonna do our own top. We don't know what we're gonna do fifty or twenty-five or something. We're gonna do our own, which is a safety because anyone who doesn't make the list, we're gonna go. Oh yeah, but that was on the other side of the list. We just didn't make that list, <laughs> so we don't have to worry about anybody. Um, it would be hard to make a list because I, I, I. We're gonna make know. our list for, for me. For me, my my top. 10 to 20 would be that hard. Probably. I think I would make choices that people would go, obvious choice. I think our top 25 would be kind of easy to do. I think we'll have some differences in it, but I think the 25 to 50 or the 26 to 50 is going to be a real different. Top a t- 20? Atel's not in the top 20. Oh, boy. He's, uh, well, I'll, uh, he's in my top. He's in my four. top. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so 18. I, I don't know if I put uh, – Bill Hicks I kind of think is where it is just because of what he did with comedy. But I don't know. Uh, number he 18. Died, way before he could yeah. get – okay. 18, Jonathan Winters. Again. I know. I know we're going to say that. I respect it because I know John Withers – John what, what was it? Withers. Yeah. Right? He, he, you know, by a lot of comics, he was so respected and looked at as like, you know, a yeah. comedy god. But maybe it was so because it was before my time. You don't tickle my fancy like that. But I get it. Yeah, but I it, get it. With me in the moment, he could have been great. In the moment when I'm watching him, he's great. But it didn't leave me with anything. It didn't change my life. Ah, right. interesting. So okay. that what, what, what do you think about John? I don't think of him one way or the other. Okay. So. <laughs> this one I like. This one I think it gets us all. Uh, Don Rickles. Oh, love Don Rickles. 
I love the famous story uh, about Don Rickles in Vegas. With Sinatra? With Sinatra. Oh, yeah. You heard this? Yeah. Yeah. Have you heard this? Yeah. Well, for the folks that yeah, go ahead. Yeah. he was in Vegas, and uh, long story short, he basically uh, wanted to impress the girl that he was with. <laughs> so he kept going up to the table telling, hey, Frank, when you get a moment, can you come by and say hello to me and my date, blah, blah, blah. And Frank was like, yeah, give me one second. I'll be there for sure, for sure. So finally, Frank comes up to the table to say hello to Don, and Don in front of his date goes, Jesus Christ, Frank, I told you I would say hello to you when I get to you. Now go sit down and be patient. So he he showed Frank up yeah. to make himself look good. That in and of itself is legendary. Is uh, have you ever seen him live? No. Okay, a friend, a old boyfriend of mine took me in Vegas. Have you seen him live? Uh, no, I didn't see him. We live. went to the Sands in Vegas, and I didn't know what to expect. You know, I was like, ah, it's old school, whatever. He's doing his thing. He was funny as shit. He was, uh, you know, killing people like just. But I, I could tell it was because I've been working at the comedy store so long. I wasn't doing stand up yet when I saw him, but I thought, okay, I know these lines. I know he's used these lines before. He finds this guy and that girl. And I thought, all right, but he's still making it look fresh. That's awesome. But then the weirdest thing happened. He brings out a black guy and he makes the black guy dance. And he, and you I got my respect right listen, there. Listen, my heart stopped. I was like, whoa. What's happening right now? Is this legal? Like, it was the weirdest. They made it funny, and the guy obviously has been touring with him forever, and they both shit on each other, and it was funny, but I was like, why? That's that I old, didn't understand. That's that old school comedy. I don't give a fuck. Anything goes. If it's funny, it's money. It freaked me out. And that's what comedy is being watered down to now is that let's not all offend anyone. I don't care about PC offending people, bullshit. but you don't have to bring a guy out. And the guy looked like he was up there in age. That's genius. <laughs> My hat's off. Bravo. They don't want to water down this comedy. Bro, they, want to, they want to burn oh. it down. They want to burn they want it down. Burnt. Oh. Burnt. They want Dude, to- it was weird. It had to see it. It freaked me out a little bit. What, what do you think about Don Rickles at 17? Do you like him in the top 20? I like him in the top 50. Okay. I think so. Not I think I, I think I'm with him. Top fifty. Okay. Because it's changed. Yeah, it definitely definitely. If you put has him changed. in a group of his peers, yeah, put him in the top ten. But you're putting everybody's getting mixed in. But like you said, it's insult comedy, and it's kind oh. of it's kind of things that you know you've already done, but you're making it look fresh. It's not. It's not. Again, it's not changing my life. It's not moving me. I hear you. Okay, okay. I, but I still liked it. I really appreciated him when he was on the. Tonight, a lot of it goes back to when he was on the Tonight Show for me that I really liked. When I used to watch Carson, but I'm old. Not everybody knows who we fucking Carson is. Can elderly. Mm-hmm. Um, number sixteen, Ellen De- DeGeneres. Quiet on the set. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Ellen's cutesy, but I don't think she should be on the list. Okay, I'm, I'm going to move on then. I, again, I, if if I compare comedy to liquor, I like my shit. 80 proof, no chaser. It burns your throat and your chest. Hardcore. I don't. I don't like Ellen DeGeneres. To me, feels like Alize with a with a lot of a lot of sweet juice. Yeah. Still, will get the job done. Certainly. But you got to drink a lot of it to get bit. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. She's she's popular. That's why this is list is based on popularity. Oh, I see. Okay. Okay. Number 15, and this one is the one where I'm going to disagree with everybody, and I have my own reasons, but uh, number 15 is David Letterman. 
What's your reason? Why are you disagreeing? What do you know that I we'll wish say? he had done stand up more? I wouldn't put him on the list because I don't know him as a stand up. I know that he had he was he here did at the do stand up. He but he wasn't. That wasn't his. He had. He that was his he, main thing. He couldn't headline. He didn't have an hour. What do you mean? They went on the but road you can, all the but, time, but, but not for an, he but didn't do an hour. You can tell. You can tell by I don't know what they. But you could tell by him on the show. He's got comic skills. I'm not saying Quick he doesn't. Witted. Dude, I love him. I think that America, the, the country itself, changed course when Leno took the Tonight Show from uh, Letterman. And I, I think our country would be different. That's how strongly I believe in Letterman. But he wasn't doing it an hour. He wasn't a, a touring one-hour stand. And to me, when I said this list, this list to me, if you, it's going to be a stand-up list. It's people who can do an hour of comedy and change your, your, your thought process. Now, he can change my thought process. He does. I love Letterman. But I don't. That's not what he. That's not what I recognize him for. I recognize him as the late night talk show host, David Letterman, who is funny as fuck, but not that I could give him. It, I still you, give him stand up. YouTube the clip of him with Bill O'Reilly, and this is right when nine eleven happened, and I don't want to fuck it up, but to 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 the extent Bill O'Reilly basically said, in so many words, that he thought after nine eleven, we as a country should have did something. Now, whether invading Iraq was the right choice, because we really know they didn't have weapons of mass destruction, we felt as a nation, based on the horrific events, we should have done something. And Bill O'Reilly basically said something very dismissive of Letterman. I forget what he said, but Letterman said, no, I can't be that way because I'm thoughtful, unlike you. I'm, I'm paraphrasing and I'm fucking up the quote a little bit. But if you look it up, my point is how quick and smart and witty Letterman was to come back against what he said to the point where the whole audience went, wow. I think Letterman. He's got chops, man. I think Letterman is a comic genius. I didn't put him on this list because he doesn't do an hour of stand up every night. That's why solely the people that I'm looking at here, and it's hard for me because some of the other people, the older comics that are on this list that I would put on this list, I don't think Buddy Hackett did an hour of stand-up every night. Sure he did. They toured. They toured, toured but everywhere. I don't think he did. Was he doing hours or was he doing the groups where they're doing? I don't. I mean, I thought he was doing his own. Thing. He might have. I put him on my list. I left Buddy Hackett on the list. I'm really, it's hard for me with David Letterman, but David Letterman, how, how, when he was here at the store... I know they, they toured everywhere. They went on the road. That's how they made money. But I heard it was only twenty minutes that he was doing. Good question. I don't mm. know. Okay. Well, you know what? We're gonna all do our own list. Everybody can hate me for not putting David Letterman on the list. It doesn't change how I feel about Letterman. Letterman is my out of like hero in this business. I just didn't give him as an hour hour long. Right, that's kind of a dick of you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I wasn't. I I've never been not accused of that. So. Okay. Okay. Number fourteen and Bob Newhart. Oh, one of my favorites. And mm. don't say he doesn't do an hour, motherfucker. He does, I'll fight you right now. He did the best hour for someone who's never done stand-up before, and yeah. then did an hour of unbelievable material. So, yeah, I'm a fan. But see, that's where this is weird with me and Letterman, because Letterman has done it constantly. Bob Newhart did the first album with nothing and made it unbelievable genius. And I'm going to put Bob Newhart in my top 100, but I'm not putting Letterman in my top 100, which is really rough. I don't understand. I, I have to kind of work with myself on this one, too. I wouldn't too. call it rough. I would call it strange. It might be stupid. <laughs> stupid. Okay. And you're not going to say anything about Bob Newhart over there? No, I just, I, you know, this is, this, so is where, good. this is where, from a generation standpoint, I might come up short. I, I just, you don't a know lot of those stuff. guys 
the button-down mind of Bob Newhart? Did you ever listen to it? Because maybe if you don't know it, no, you don't it's know not, it. It's not that. It's just, again. It didn't hit you. Knowing from black culture, we like our food spicy. And some comedians in the white world are, it, are, are basic food. They'll get you full. They serve their purpose. But there's no flavor. Mm-hmm. Black people like flavor. And some of these white comics don't have flavor. Yeah, they got the funny. But there's nothing that we look at that makes us go, oh, my God. This motherfucker here. Whoa! Yo! Dude, he has serious serious black tendencies right there. You know what his first show was called on television? Yeah. The Bob Newhart Show. Do you know what his second show on television was called? (laughs) Yes, it was. The Newhart Show. (laughs) That's fucking black tendencies to name all of your shows after yourself. You do about the cockiness of it, the swagger? No, I'm just talking about the shows that black dudes have on shows are a lot of times named after themselves. Like Seinfeld? Like, well, Cosby Show. I'm just saying. But Cosby had flavor. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm just. I'm just giving it as bullshit. I understand why. Why you feel about Bob Newhart, but I, I put Bob Newhart in. the Listen, list. you and I. You and I discussed this and went over this before, and I'm not going to any in any way diminish. I, I get what you're saying. White comics, because at the end of the day, funny is money, no matter what color you are. True. But the same white comics that are revered and put on this pedestal as legends and greats and all of that. To me, the real greats are able to make everybody laugh, a la Pryor, Murphy, Rock, Chappelle, mm-hmm. Burr. Attell. A- That's my favorite. I love I'm going to leave that alone. Okay. But again, I'm- could those same white comics go into a room full of black people and make them crack up? Judy Goldkirk. Just as hard as they make white people crack up. I don't know about Judy Gold. She She's good. I, I know Lisa, Lisa Lampanelli will. Lisa Lampanelli, who I yeah. always have said is gimmicky. Very gimmicky. It, one her trick, shit is shock. One it's, trick pony. It's shock. I don't know how funny it is. It's shock. Oh my God! Did you hear what she said? Okay, that's shock. It. Where's the funny? I fuck a lot of niggas. Niggas, big dicks, blah blah blah. Shock. Where's the funny? I agree. So. I I agree a million times over. So I'm just saying, but I've the seen- Bob Newharts of the world, some of these comics you name in, I respect their status. I respect the contrib- the contribution to the game. I get it, sure. But but Chappelle wasn't killing black rooms before he became Chappelle. Either. But Chappelle was always Chappelle funny. Yeah, black people didn't know Chappelle because he didn't do nigga shit. He didn't do Comic View. It did take him a little bit. It longer. It took him a little yeah. bit longer, but that didn't change the fact that Chappelle. Skill-wise, always was hilarious. Then you should listen to the button-down mind of uh, Bob Newhart. Um, it's Chappelle-esque. <laughs> no, it's not Chappelle-esque at all, but okay. there's skill there. There's a lot of skill in what he it's did, definitely a- especially at the time. we got to remember that like the comedy has become bigger and the, the, what you can Better. do with comedy. Yeah. When he did it, it was what he did was, uh, was already breaking the envelope. It was, it was already coming out. I think it was for at the time when he did it. Um, but again, it is an old style. Okay, number 13. This is not an old style. Uh, Robin Williams. Do I have to say rest in peace or anything like that? When Whatever you, you feel. You say, Robin Williams was a great performer. No, no, but I don't have to say that. I, I just oh. notice like sometimes when you bring up something that's past, you always, the people always say rest in peace. I don't, you know, he's resting the way he rests. Nervous, yeah. Yeah. I, I like Robin Williams. Uh, I, I haven't he, heard Do him. you like him even though he would steal a lot of his stuff? He, 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 uh, that's a fact. It's a fact. He did. He did. I know that he wrote a lot of checks for stuff that he stole later. 
Uh, no, I don't like that part about him at all. Okay. I, I liked the way that he worked in uh, how quickly he worked. Yeah, he's the improv a terrific style of his work. performer. Okay. You know what? That's me. God damn it. Okay. See? Well, that's letting me know. We're almost done. Um, so I haven't heard anything from Aries on uh, Robin Robin Williams. Williams, one of the greatest. He was Jim Carrey to me before Jim Carrey. He was awesome. I could watch him on a loop. I think he's terrific. Yeah, yeah. But his it, speed, his quickness, that 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 cocaine. Yeah. That cocaine. Uh, totally disheartening knowing, seeing the other comics that. You I, remember I, Steve I, Pearl? Yes. Everybody didn't like Steve Pearl. That's where he got most of his material. Steve Pearl was phenomenal. His mind was ridiculous. Dude, this needs to be another podcast just on what Eleanor knows. Oh, so Dude, we did those. For his your... mind was out of control, but Robin paid him later. For, for yes. I, I just I would love to have gotten in Robin's mind just to go, what, what made you check out, dude? Oh, it's what so sad, right? Out? Like, that what sucks. Is, when you got the – I would think – and everybody says depression. When you talk about depression, I would think about somebody that – doesn't have any money, broke, struggling, career is in yeah. the toilet. Comes in every shape, size. I'm just going. You, you, you had, the, you had, you were adored by everybody of all colors, talent through the roof, movie career, TV career, rich, famous. What got you depressed? Except in his head. His he, head. Yeah. He couldn't get around his own head. Because depression isn't a racist. Oh, depression will take out anybody for Dude, any reason. Dude, I, I wake up so many days thinking about, should I kill myself? Oh, just, I do it every just day. Just because I'm going, I got two baby mamas, a, a fucking child support, alimony. I don't get the respect I feel I deserve in the industry. A lot of people shun me because of what they think they know. Versus what they actually know if they took the time to get to fucking know me and not do like everybody else does in this business. That's right. And go off of hearsay. Somebody tweeted the other day, if your life was a book right now, what would your chapter be called? And I said, my chapter would be called, is it ever going to happen? Because as many people might come up to me and go, man, you're so respected. I love you. You a legend. I'm going, okay. And maybe this is my arrogance. I feel I should be just as big as fill in the blank, whoever's big. Mm -hmm. But I know I'm not. Maybe that's some of me standing in my own way. But I know it ain't all that. It, it's, it's, it's this Hollywood game of perception and, uh, you know, what people think they know about you and the bullshit of this. So, yeah, there's been days when I thought... I should end it all now. What the fuck are we doing this for? Because it don't feel like it's ever going to happen. But, you know, but I can't understand why someone like Robin Williams would take himself out. Because could you, you got the world by the balls. But could you imagine having the world by the balls and you look at it and it still isn't enough? And you're like, what the fuck? But what is, what is it that's not enough? I don't know. I don't know. But There's when, a comic that says a, he makes a joke about why people are not oppressed enough. Andy Haynes. Is his name? I like Andy. I love Andy, and he says white people aren't oppressed enough, so they made up their own thing. Depression. They they made to do it to themselves. Right. And I, I wonder, like, that's a weird thing. But most people I know that are depressed. I mean, I know a few of color, but very few. Most of my friends that I know are white people that well, are well. That's like just can't live up to something. I don't know what it therapy is. Therapy is huge in the white community, and any black person yeah. will tell you. 
Black people don't see therapists. Our grandmama is our therapist. Same. My parents, Come same Come here, thing. sugar. Go on, baby. Mom, make you some gumbo. Mm -hmm. Get you some cornbread. Put your head on grandmama big titty mm -hmm. and tell me what's wrong. Yeah. That's our therapy. Yeah. We don't pay money to lay on a couch and have a person technically go. Agreed. Because you so, don't have money to do it. But even if we did, culturally, we I just don't operate like yeah. that. I don't. <laughs> grandmama, big mama is our therapist. Mm -hmm. Go and get you a plate full of diabetes <laughs> and sit down and Can let I, me talk to you. I'm just going to say this and it's going to ruin what I want you to You said it in your start. joke. Yeah. Gra black grandmamas don't, don't yeah. go around. Letting other people run around being sad. There it is. And But but there's That's something right. there's something in this, though. When you said um, you know, the honesty in a, in a black community, the honesty, like you go and you talk to your grandma, the honesty you're open about. That's why. I'm gonna throw this out here for Hollywood. I'll get, I'll get, I'll find out it's wrong. Well, it's wrong today because Russell Simmons just got accused of it. But that's why you don't hear black dudes coming out and being in trouble for this because black dudes will let you know exactly the way things are. They deal with life the way things are. Some of them. Not, Russell's a bit of a perv. R Russell's different. And he, he also sounds like a white dude with that little voice though going yeah. on too. Uh, but that's why he's being accused of it now. But when I, when I was, just, I was just saying that there's, a, there's a difference between the way culturally you hit the world. Right. Yeah, I mean, if I call my dad today, I'm like, hey, my therapist said he loses his fucking mind. I do it just to get a rise out of them because I, as a joke, I noticed like that's what white people or rich people did. And I was like, I would say that to my dad. I need therapy. I would say it to my mom. I'm one of 10. My mom's a single mother. She's like, therapy, you don't have time for that. Go get a fucking job. Dude, bitch. Hispanics, we sat on, you know, we, as, we'd no, go to my grandma. No, oh, as, at, we'd go over to my grandmother's house. And when there's a problem, they'd sit on the porch. And they would drink beer and talk to each other. And then the next out. day, it was different. You went through it. You went through it a different way. I'm fortunate enough that I got to see the the Jew side, the therapist side, and I got to see the uh, the on the porch, sitting on the couch that's supposed to be on inside, but it's on the outside. That's not that's your business, but yes, that's where you keep it. <laughs> Okay, so we got Robin Williams. We know he's a great comic. Also, by the way, I just hate to go back to this, but you said about the stealing things. At the time, everybody knew he was stealing things. Paul Mooney even said something oh, about sure, it. Oh, sure. They thought. But, but they put him on the Richard Pryor show because he was that kind of comic where you still wanted him, even though you knew mm -hmm. what his problem was. Mm -hmm. So he was. Yeah. So that, that kind of speaks to the greatness of his comedy, though, that they would still even want him, even though they hated. They were always fighting. Yeah. It's really weird. Did you see him fighting here? No, I just, the comics tell it on our podcast. I've okay. had a few comics on that told about Robin getting beat up for stealing jokes. Is that when he started paying people? Uh, no, a little bit after that. <laughs> he started making money, and then he started paying. Writing some Steve ducks. Pearl he, he was his most. Because Steve and him, if you ever saw him, he has the same style. And it's mm. bizarre. And most people walk out, they're like, I can't watch this guy. Because Steve's not, I guess he couldn't connect the Steve. way Robin could. He has if social. I'm, if I'm correct, Steve, black hair, black sports jacket. Yeah, with all the buttons. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but like, you'd look at him and go, "Is this, is this guy retarded?" Like he's because he's such a nerd. But that's who he is. That's and then Robin stole and created something right, from it. Right. Does that makes like, yeah. Yeah. Where Where are we now? We're on number twelve. The one. This is going to be fun for me. Oh no. Jerry Seinfeld. What's the deal? With uh, this list, uh, yeah. this Why? again, I, Jerry. <clears throat> you did a good I say this. I say this respectfully. Jerry is like food with no seasoning. You get full; it'll serve its purpose, but there's no fun. But structurally, he masters the joke. Structurally, I'm not as a comic. 
Structure should be one of the top things you learn immediately. But he, how to tell a joke. It's it's not rocket science. There's a beginning, a middle, and an end. That's structure. But the way he he removes anything unnecessary. He, he is really good at like he's the doctor writing the joke. I'm not going to say. I saw him when I was 17. He was okay. Um, we liked his show. And I, my brother, Tommy, runs the Academy of Music in Philadelphia at the time. So he got us in. And I saw it. I was just like, but I, I don't yeah. remember being like. As a comic. Moving to L.A., no. working, even in the comedy store with, in 93, I'd see comics here where I was like, oh. Oh, that's how you. Oh, that's I, as a it. comic, you look and you go. Okay, I get it. Yeah. I respect it. I feel it. But does he go, oh my God, I need to go home and rewrite everything? I don't put him right, at the, I don't put him at that number, number one. I need one. to throw all away my old it's material. It's no. rehearsed. And start over. No, but it's it structurally, I thought it was good. It's but extremely here's rehearsed. But when you talk about the flavor, the Seinfeld show, that's Larry David where the flavor comes that's through. Different, yeah. That's different. That, that's yeah, that's the flavor. different. Yeah. That, that's a show. Yeah. I enjoy... And I know not a lot of black people watch Seinfeld. I enjoy Seinfeld because I like seeing the dynamic of sure. George and Kramer and uh, Jerry and Elaine. Right. Comedically, that dynamic works. But as an individual comic force, I look at Jerry and I just go, yeah, I get it. Structurally. I respect it. It's a good comedy. Yeah. But it ain't, it ain't, it, it don't make, when I watch Patrice, and Dave oh. and Bill, I go, nigga, I need to go to work. <laughs> right. I thought I was funny. Same. I need to go to work. About black people watching Seinfeld, statistically, uh, 10,000 people for every black person on Seinfeld watch Seinfeld. So there's like 50,000 people, oh. 50,000 black folks that seen Seinfeld. <laughs> Sounds right. Sounds about white. <laughs> about right. <It> sounds white. <laughs> okay, number three. And I'm going to go back to what I said before. Number, uh, not number three, number 11. Johnny Carson. I did not know that. Uh, pioneer for his time, man. But again, pioneer to me, he's a talk time. show host. He's a talk show host. Did I, he ever do stand up? I, I don't know. I don't know think that he ever, about him. I don't know if he ever did sign. But even if he did, he didn't. It, it isn't the like. Okay, like first of all, I just said everything that I said about uh, Letterman, and and, and now I'm going to say this about Carson. And if you ask me, Leno, I hate Leno on the on the talk <laughs> show. I hate him on the talk show. I, I hated him, but those guys are, to me, Carson, Letterman, gods. Gods in the, that, that genre of comedy. Right. Uh, but I put Leno on the list ahead of these guys because he did the hours. He did the road. He was always constantly doing comedy, but I don't like I don't Another like one that can't get fulfilled enough. Yeah, go ahead. But I, don't, I, but, I don't see, but I wouldn't make him. If there was a list of talk show hosts, I wouldn't put Leno on it. He wouldn't be in my top whatever on, on, on that. I, I'm not trying to take away anything from Carson, not trying to take away anything from Letterman. I'm just saying, they're, t they're talk show hosts to me. Great, talented, comedic, talent. Yeah. of comedy. Yeah. You should be on a different list, yeah. is what you're saying. Mm. That's all I'm saying. But you guys can, right. you guys can do whatever you want with it. I, just, I, I love Car Carson. made the difference to me in my life. Why I probably like comedy as much as I did. The first time I saw Louis on Carson was amazing. Mm -hmm. uh, tons of people I saw for the first Louis time. Louis C.K.? No. I'm kidding. Yeah, Louis C.K. Well, the first time, how, what was the first time you seen Louis? No. <laughs> Oh, uh, with his pants at half mass. Yeah, have you ever, oh, have you ever seen all door? of Louis? I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, no, I haven't. He wouldn't let me. I did open for him once in the main room, but or do you? Do you? How do you feel now? Neglected. Yeah, I thought you would. <laughs> <laughs> 
okay, so Carson, are we gonna are we leaving him in the top one hundred? Are you Hell no. I mean, in the top 100, yes. In the top 100? I'm stopping top 100, him on my yes. Okay, see, you... He's in the top 100. Yeah, I'm, glad that, I'm glad we're not putting this list to the 100, because me and you are going to argue the whole time. Number 10, and uh, there's a little... Do you want a little drum roll for Aries Mm-mm. right here? Mm-mm. Eddie Murphy. Stop. You said top what? 10? 10. Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. All right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen... <laughs> Please give me a second. <laughs> You're not going to like him when he's angry. To let loose. <laughs> Eddie His Murphy. His shirt's starting to rip. Eddie Murphy. <laughs> now, from a stand-up standpoint, yes, he's only done two specials. Delirious, which I say every comic that's ever done more than one special has their classic. Yeah. And then the second one very rarely lives up to, to the that. first one. Yes. Delirious, hands down, is the equivalent of Chappelle's killing him softly where his second one showtime for what it's worth great but nothing beats killing him softly I agree. richard Pryor's, i want to say live on the sunset strip mm-hmm. we had the red red silk shirt on with this armpit stains sweat yeah. stains I've, all the other specials that's the creme de la creme ron delirious eddie's only had two but when you look at his body of work so few comedians transcend everything some guys amazing at stand-up yeah not a movie star right great at television stand-up eh. eddie from stand-up saturday night live to being one of the biggest box office stars in movie history he's transcended he's transcended every facet of the game he's ruled stand-up TV, movies. He is the Michael Jordan music of comedy. And music. My party yeah. all the time. Party. That's my one weakness, but I won't go there. <laughs> Basically, Eddie has done what every comedian dreams yeah. they could do. So Eddie should be number one, but we all know Pryor's the godfather. We He's got number one. We haven't got there yet. I know, but I'm just, Eddie should be it too. And as much as I love Chappelle, and I'm a Chappelle hua. Mm-hmm. Chappelle for this generation is today's Richard Pryor. But if I had to pick between the three, Richard, Eddie, Dave, there's no way Eddie should be 10. ten. I'm agreeing with That's that. That's I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm not disagreeing with that. That's at all. blasphemous. Eddie Murphy is the truth. It was everything. But growing because, up. because he's everything. And I didn't want to be a comic. And I recited. My whole family recited. We loved. Uh, that was our shit. Richard uh, as well. But Eddie, and, Raw and, and, and Delirious, and, and, and both. I, and I say this because. We're flawless. I say this because I was born in 75. So my era really was the 80s. It's yeah. like if I go back to boxing, my dad's era was Ali, the 70s. My era was Mike Tyson, the 80s, 90s. So it was like, yeah, did I see Ali in his prime? No. But as a fight fan, I can look and go, I get it. As a comedy fan, I look at Richard and I go, holy fuck, I get it. But he, Eddie touches me because that was my era. I get that. That was my childhood. I, agree. I used to lay next to my dad in the one studio apartment in Manhattan in Hell's Kitchen. And we would both eat popcorn. And watching Eddie on SNL was religion. He took me to go see... 
uh, 48 Hours and Trading Places at the Lowe's Theater on the wow. east side of Manhattan. That was my youth. So Eddie's, Eddie's king to me. Eddie's god to me. But, I get it. But without prior. There is no Eddie. Well, that's it to me. That's but without red, without red, there is no prior. Right. So we can go back and forth all, all the way day. to the days yeah. when niggas was telling jokes and chains. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the light was the light. You getting the light. <laughs> but, yeah, man. Jesus. Yeah. First nigga in chains telling jokes. And the white slave master held up the lantern. Nigga, you getting light. That's a silly skit, but I like it. I want you to film it. I want you to film that. Yeah. Dude, dude that would be a good skit. Everybody came before somebody, but Eddie, Eddie. True. Oh, it's God. true. Yeah. You're right, Red Fox. Yeah. But, 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 but Richard was the first one to take the personal, the personal. He couldn't have done it probably without Red Fox, but he broke what was going to be the again, next step. Again, Richard set the blueprint for every black comic yeah. that does black-white material. White people this, black people that. Richard, but he doesn't, and maybe it's a timing thing, but based on the timing of it, the 70s, the late 60s, racism in America, segregation, <laughs> he was able to take advantage of something based on his time. But Richard didn't just do white people this, black people that. He, no. bro, he broke them up to Calgary. That The Italian white dude is Absolutely. the funniest fucking thing that was Absolutely. ever said at that time. Absolutely. But again, because of his timing... He was the first guy to introduce America into black, white versus culture. Yeah, okay. Where yeah. every black comic does that now. And, I, and, and, and maybe it could have been done before Richard did it, but the fact is Richard did it. And now we all go from that blueprint. We all write from Richard's blueprint. Yeah. But Eddie Murphy, in terms of just the characters and the voices and pure talent and ability... And you name to me anybody that does what Eddie does. No, and on you, the level he does. And it. youth, he did it at a young age too. Yeah, nineteen. Yes, yes. SNL. I, He's I, only I, auditioned for two things in his life: SNL and Dreamgirls. That's unheard of. Yeah, I'm not knocking him. I just you I know my, you know where my heart my, my heart's somewhere else. With, yeah. with, 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 okay. Anyway, let's go to number nine because we've got to get Your through. Your heart this. doesn't exist. My heart does. I love comedy. Everything else sucks. <laughs> um, nine. Roseanne Barr. Roseanne's a terrific comic. Hats off to being, she's a pioneer in the sense that she did it raw and unfiltered from her perspective in a way where it wasn't being done and they were starting to break the mold for women being able to do it that way. Brett Butler, mm-hmm. her, not a lot of female comics had that platform and that voice. Sandra to, Bernhardt, to the, yeah. Sandra, to kick the door down that way. And she took the bull by the horns. And you know Roseanne for a long period was number one show in America mm-hmm. with that kind All of her, honesty. By the way, yeah. all her. I, I'm, I'm not disagreeing. Yeah, yeah. She's she's the, she gave Tom Arnold a career. <laughs> Can you? Oh, that can't be easy. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be the best. That I think that's the line <laughs> we're going to call this uh, podcast. No, it's true. That, that is fucking awesome. Um, yeah, I, I think she's high on the list. I like her in the top ten. Oh yeah, I like Roseanne. And uh, that's uh, – I'm not going to even say the next part. Um, I was going to say that's, that's my that's – the, that's the female comic that I have in my top ten. Oh, okay. And, but it sounds fucked up because it shouldn't be whether it's a female or male. It's, it's comedy. Oh, it's okay. 
but it, it's hard. But her, her comedy was raw, and it was it wasn't male or female. It was fucking comedy. It was comedy. Period. So that's what. I, anyway, I'm going to get past that because I'm going to ruin my career next week. That's not what this I week. strive for. You're, Just being considered funny, not oh this female right. comic. Like I, it's bad enough that people can't tell if I'm male or female. Anyway, <clears> so where? Quick question: Where are we on the list and the timing? Eight. We're at eight, and it's uh, four forty-nine. So we can get through this list because it's going to go a lot faster right now. I think. Well, eight's going to be. So we'll, we'll just we'll know for the listeners. This one's going a little long. This one's going a little long. Because I do have a question for Eleanor, but we'll save it till last. Okay, number eight, Bill Cosby. Definitely in the top ten. Definitely. Bill Cosby himself was one of our favorite. To Definitely. this day, we still quote it. We quote it quieter now. We used to <laughs> yell it out, but you know, we didn't know what was. I mean, he can't take away how fucking funny. I, 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 he's my case for why you have to separate the artists from the life of the artist. And because of a Van Gogh or any painting that you see, you don't get the character behind the painting. You of get all the, quality the people painting. I should have drugged, I probably should have done Carlos Mencia. <laughs> For stealing my joke oh my God. about fatherhood and thanking your mother as opposed to your father, you see. Because <laughs> if I would have drugged that nigga, he wouldn't be alive to tell my joke today. Oh, fuck. Bill is the truth. Dude, I, He's the best. I, I love Bill. Uh, when I heard Why is, why is There Air, yeah. that, oh. that, changed, that changed me as a person. And listen, fuck. And I know Bill Cosby, what he did historically as a television performer with the Cosby show. Yeah. He introduced a different side of black life to mainstream America, which is the reason why Obama got, got won, got elected. That was important. Historically, it was important. Movie-wise, Leonard Six, all the Leonard movies, Bill never could put out a hit movie. But, and this is going to the black thing, if you're just a fan of comedy, and and black back when black movies were called black exploitation, mm-hmm. this was more mainstream. Warner Brothers produced it. Go look at the movies with him and Sidney Poitier. Oh yeah, Up that's what Saturday I was thinking night. of. Great movie. Yeah. Let's do it again and a piece of the action. And you don't consider those hits because I thought no they no were. no no they oh. were, but I don't want to use the word black exploitation. They came about uh, in that I see era. What you're saying. I see but what you're saying. those movies like Blackula. Uptown, uh, uh, across from 110 Street. Um, I could name a few others. There's a difference between black exploitation and movies starring black people that were on a mainstream level. Right. There are movies that come out today that, even though the term black exploitation wouldn't be used, it should be based on the quality of the movie. It's ghetto shit. Where do you put Shaft? Shaft. It's somewhere in the gray area. Okay. But but. Those movies with Sidney and, and Bill, yeah, they had it was black ass predominantly, but it was so mainstream because Sidney, Oscar winning, right. mainstream black actor, Cosby, he was who he was. So just like you might see a Harlem Nights or a certain black movie that, yeah, it's all predominantly black, black cast, the level of star power, production, writing, the quality of the movie... It ain't black exploitation, and those movies weren't. Even though they were of that time, they weren't. But you talking about as a straight man, Sydney, and it's hard to be a funny straight man, mm. but you can be. You can do it. 
Uh, Dean Martin did it alongside Jerry Lewis for so long. Jerry was always a comic relief. Dean was a straight man, but he knew how to be the straight man and be funny. Sidney, along Bill, knows how to be a straight man and be funny. But those fucking movies, go watch those. Great movies. Uptown Saturday Night, Piece of the Action, and Let's Do It Again. Them two motherfuckers together, hilarious. They work great. So uh, you think eight's a little a little low for him? You for wanna, Bill? Yeah, you want to bring him up to five, six, four? Top ten. No, he's, top, he's in the top ten. He's in his top ten. So top ten, we're going to say top ten can go anywhere. Anyone in that top ten is... Yeah. Is, okay. Number seven, uh, Rodney Dangerfield. I tell you, you don't respect it all. I tell you, why, why. Um, <laughs> so silly, Rod. I don't know. Top 20? Dude, and he came, but he didn't really get, what was he, 50? He started late. Like I mean, he, he was writing. left and then started But he was a late. joke guy. He was really he, yeah. a joke Total guy. Total like, joke joke. Yeah. Joke. But he had, he, he had the chops. And to this, day, chops. And to this day again. Talk about my childhood. One of my favorite movies. And my dad, who influenced me to do comedy because he was such a crack up. And he would take me to the movies and he introduced me to all this. Back to school. Oh, back to back school. Unbelievable. Excellent. One of, the, one of the funniest comedies ever. Just back to school. Rodney, to me, was he, he was at his best. He, he, that, that's when he was just in his prime, even the- though he was well beyond his prime. Kinnison was, was great in that. Yeah. The Flying Lindy. Oh. Oh. So good. The Flying, yeah. Oh. So silly. I mean, I loved him in Caddyshack. Oh. He's a, Caddyshack. He's I heard top. a story in Caddyshack, though, that he was upset because when he was telling the jokes, no one's no laughing. No one's laughing, yeah. That's a true story, It freaked then? him out, yeah. Oh, it was in a, his book. I, I don't know. I mean, he I, wrote I, it. I don't, so, yeah. yeah. Okay, then it is a true story. I didn't read his book. I don't read very much. Yeah. This is an easy one. It was done in crayon. I could handle uh, that, maybe. It was good. I'm colorblind, so I might not see all oh, the Oh, yeah. Don't worry. You'll get it. Um, okay, number six, Steve Martin. Mm. King Tut. Do you believe people are getting offended by the King Tut album? I just, just saw that, that on, on, I was on like, Real Time with Bill Maher. This? He mentioned that on the last episode, most recent episode of Bill Maher. What are they getting offended by? Because it's a white man doing Egyptian color. My brother Johnny used to play that album on a fucking this is what I'm loop. Saying. This is what I'm saying. We've become so sensitive, sensitive and bitchified. But what what happened to America? The idea that it's not about the it's about all the cultures coming together. So how can we not? How can we not? As much as it might be about all the cultures together coming together, it's also fun for the cultures to clash. That's what makes it funny. It was a great One of the band, most memorable moments in Archie Bunker is when Sammy Davis kissed Archie on the cheek during the photo. Oh, my God. It's the biggest laugh in, laugh like, in television like you gotta ever. Be, every time George Jefferson referred to a white person as honky cracker. Yes. You, that, that, that little bit of racism feeds the soul. That that scene with Sammy Davis when yeah. when Archie is introducing him, he says, "This is my uh, daughter and this is my son-in-law," and he goes to shake Lionel's hand. Right? They lose. He goes, "No, no, no! It's the white guy like over here." That, like the it's fact that we so try to pretend that it's like not there. Racism is gone. It's not go- when it's so relevant more than ever. Let's address the elephant in the room. Yes, it's hilarious when done properly. I agree. Hilarious. I agree. But that's what the point of comedy was for, is to fucking address it. But again, we've become so pussified that now to say anything against the grain... (gasps) But it'll never be addressed if comedians can't address it. We're the only people that can address it. I think the backlash is going to bring us back to doing it. Hardcore. The right way. It's almost like prohibition. 
when you deny somebody something that they want so bad, once it happens, it happens in abundance. And I can't wait for comedy in abundance to say fuck you to political correctness. I agree. Well, it's you, too sensitive now. But where do you put C. Martin on the list? Hmm. Now, I, I have something really top about 50. 100. Top 100. Oh. just too low. Top 50. My fault. I put him top My 50. My fault. The reason I like him so much is that he, he, he created this genre that he did. And then when he was done with it, he retired himself. And I think that's kind yeah. of amazing. And yeah. that's fine, too. You want to pull a Barry Sanders? You want to pull a, a, a Jim Brown? That's fine, too. Listen, the jerk was amazing. Yeah. It was phenomenal. Ridiculous. Again, that, that, again, you're not offended by that? <laughs> again, <laughs> Relax. the amount of skill level it takes to perform in any genre, whether it's stand-up, movies, television, at the end of the day, you still have to have the skills yeah. to be funny. Right. So even if he doesn't do stand-up anymore, he has the skills to make pop on screen oh, what yeah. needs to pop. Right. So you got you got to tip your hat. Dude, he's such a good that. he's such a great actor and and Mel Brooks gets all the credit for those kind of movies that Mel Brooks did, but that jerk was Oh yeah. It, it's 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 there yeah. in it's the same, his. Yeah, yeah, and it's his yeah. All right, so I'm I, I might I might put him in my top 40, maybe a little higher, I don't know. All right, I I feel bad. I'll put him in top 50. Okay, number 5, Chris Rock. White guilt. Hmm? Chris Rock. I love Chris Rock. Yeah. 5 is good. He's 5? Not 5. It gets a little weird after this. So give or take, uh, you know. Top ten. You can like yeah. we said. Safe, we said that safety of the top ten. That he's the top. He's the top. But we're all going to mm-hmm. have our personal preferences. Number four. This is where we can have fun. Woody Allen. <laughs> My mother, folks. I, do you listen to Woody? Yeah, I'm listening to Woody. Um, Don Myrera is one of my best friends and sometimes we drive to La Jolla to do the comedy store and he makes me listen to Woody Allen on the way there. Otherwise, I would never know Woody Allen. Woody Allen's very smart comedy uh, done in a very self-deprecating Jewish way. Yeah, I gotta brush up on my Woody Allen. It's weird. I never I uh, I never listened. I I mean, I knew he did stand-up, but I didn't I guess I didn't pay attention, but right. he's one of Dom's biggest influences. Right. So I was like, okay, well, Does listen. Dom want you saying that because of the controversy with Woody Allen? No, this is, I mean. This is just his life, so yeah. it doesn't make a difference. Okay. I don't think he gives a shit, shit who he married or who he fingered. He doesn't care. <laughs> no, separating the artists. Separ- totally separating, separating the artists from but the But I, from I the have to admit, listening, I laughed a lot. He's very he's funny. He's very funny. His movies are very. Very nebbishy Jewish, yeah. you know, a little. But. When you can take something that is such a niche and show it to a wide variety of people and get them on board, it's it's kind of amazing. Yeah, I still wouldn't put him four. I wouldn't put him four either. He's no, he, I don't. Not, I, it's, it's not, not in my it's hitter. not in my top ten. But so is that where we're at? Is it four? We're at four with Woody oh, Allen. Okay. So we're number. Three. We're gonna move. You're gonna give uh, Woody Allen a number. You put him in the top fifty. You put him in top eighty. Top seventy. All right. So he's not going to make your top 50 no, list when we do it. No. Okay. Number three. This is an interesting one for me. Um, Lenny Bruce. Why is it interesting? Because I give him credit for what he did for comedy. And he wasn't the best comedian, though. But he was the Nat Turner of his comedic time. Mm-hmm. He put his ass on the line. I, I, he got I arrested that. everywhere. Yeah. I, I get it. That's why I'm saying it's interesting for me. I want to put him up high on the list because without him, a lot of things don't get created. A lot of things don't exist, yes. I, 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 could, I could see five or six. 
Ooh, it's okay. tough for me to put him that high because his, his, his comedy, as he became, as he unwound, it became only about as his as his lawsuits. As what it drove it to. Yeah, it drove it to it drove it to nothing. It drove it into the into where it was he wasn't relevant anymore. Mm. But the the stuff and, and then the beginning is not is Catskills comedy where it wasn't relevant in the in True. the beginning. So True. there's this middle part that's very effective to comedy today, but the two ends. Don't meet. So that's that's my that's my hard part with putting him so high on the list. I, and I, I still put him high on the list. I I, I definitely wouldn't I'm put him at three. List. I think of Mooney every time they see you on the list. Okay, we're we're down to the to the last two, and these are easy, and everybody oh. knows who the two are going to be because this is where we are yeah, in the yeah, list. Yeah, yeah. So do we just name both of them right now and then just go, go through ahead. them? Go ahead. Number two, George Carlin. Number one, Richard Pryor. Let's start with Carlin. Carlin is definitely up there, um, but he didn't. What's your favorite special of Carlin's? I don't know that I have favorite specials. I probably got favorite quotes. Quotes. He was a big, uh, yeah. You know, when he said, uh, he was talking about the word nigga. And he said, uh, uh, Richard Pryor and certain comics say the word nigga and call themselves niggas because they're niggas. <laughs> Which is as honest and as brutal as you can get. And from a white dude saying that, of course... To black people, or to white people that have guilt, go. Oh, oh my God! How yeah. did you say that? But yeah. he's telling the truth. I wouldn't put him in my top five only because, again, for me personally, there are guys that I Move gotta you. give that spot to. I agree. But in terms of his body of work, his honesty, his timing for his for that generation. Really? No question. Not to mention the amount of work he was. He was the first one to put out a show every. This motherfucker was putting out hour specials at a rate. Oh yeah. That Kevin Hart puts out hour specials, but he did it without helping writers. That's true. He did it all on his own. Now I I, I respect the shit out of Carlin. I just I do too. I think he's terrific. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's Aries career going away right there. Okay. <laughs> he did it at a time. Where he did it by himself, <laughs> without help and writers like Kevin. He wasn't doing movies like Kevin. He didn't have he didn't have enough time. He had more time than Kevin. Are does. you saying okay? I'm just trying to say Carlin did I'm a just lot of movies, to... but he was much like Pryor, where he was trying to fit in this mold of, in the yeah, beginning. Yeah, and he had a partner, and they did all kind of hokey, hokey well, bullshit comedy, trying to fit in to. What they assumed America what wanted. What white America yeah. wanted white for America. comedy. It was the 50s, 40s, whatever. When did Carlin start? Yeah, well, he was the hippy-dippy weatherman when That's he started. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Okay, yeah. So they broke, he said, He broke through this. to do what I he wanted to do. I want to be who I am. That's what Pryor did, and that's what Carlin both that's did. That's why they, I kind of yeah. respect yeah. both of them. But then he did 12 nights in the main room one time, and he did a 20 minutes on farting. And I was like, Carlin? Oh, yeah, well. But was it was it a different perspective on farting? <laughs> you know, I could have, after the seventh or eighth joke, I was like, you know what? But you know what? You got you to gotta tip your hat to <laughs> the attempt at, at making it something. <laughs> making farts relevant? Yeah. It was yeah. pretty amazing. It was during our dead years, so I was right. thrilled to have him because we had an audience. Well, you right. probably smell the old farts in that room. <laughs> well, and that's why he, he was moved by the smell of the room at the time. Yeah. So, so, number one, obviously. Richard Pryor. The man. The Muhammad Ali. The myth. The goat. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else can you say? As we haven't already said. Uh, he was the pioneer. He was the godfather. 
And he had a breakthrough. He was Flip Wilson earlier he and was, Bill Cosby. Yeah. He was Bill Cosby. He was, he, was Wilson. It. he was everybody before they were everybody who they were. He was the guy. And then I he like broke yeah. And then he did he did it like no one else right. did. To me, no one else has done it. Right. And he still did characters. He did Mudbone. He oh, yeah. it yeah. wasn't he he had it all. Again, and he did characters. Now, Eddie took the character thing to another level. He did, but he But again, Pryor did it first. Yeah. And everybody Martin Lawrence yeah. with with, you know, uh Big Mama's house. Big Mama's house. Um I forget the, the the character on Martin with the snotty nose nostrils. Oh yeah. The 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 the, the, the karate instructor, Shanene, Jerome. Mm-hmm. I feel like everybody took their cue from Eddie who took it from Richard. So and, and, and Eddie was able to do it better, and he did do it better. But at the time, he was able to do it better. Right? They had they, there was more um, he, what, prosthetics. Prosthetics. Yes. Yeah, oh, but even with that, sure. though, even with that, though, I just feel like Eddie naturally that gift was more in him than it was Richard. Yeah. But again, Richard did it first, right. and there's something to be said for the guy that did it first. Because it doesn't exist until until he does until, it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Richard, uh, all hail Mr. Pryor. Agreed. Agreed. So agreed. Our, our list. None of our lists are going to be different on uh, on number one. No. And then it will change from there on. From there on. But uh, okay, so that means next week, since you insisted on doing it this week, uh, you got we got to start doing our top fifty. So you got to come yeah. with uh, fifty to. Uh, he gave you homework. Forty nine. I'll tell you right now, I'm not going to be able to come up with fifty. <laughs> You want to do 25? That's pushing it. Top 20. Top 20. Okay, top 20. That's going to be rough because there's five people that I want to include. In... Absolutely. Okay. That is going to be tough because there's some people that didn't make this top 100 that we know should be on this list. So now here's my question, and we're going to leave this to be continued because I'm sure we will have Miss Eleanor again. Oh, I yeah. hope so. But Anytime. I, this, this is a, I love this. This is a to be continued, and we're going to leave this as a cliffhanger. In your opinion, in your female opinion, mm-hmm. and on. don't answer. Okay. Are women as funny as men? To be continued. There it is. All right, guys. If you want to uh, find out, uh, listen, let's do it this way. I would really appreciate uh, some emails or some tweets about what we're doing on this list. Get your opinion in. Give me your top five, your top ten, your number one, especially if you disagree with us on who's number one. If you do disagree with us on who's number one, you better have a strong fucking case for even tweeting that at us. <laughs> um, but do that at Ari Spears. What is it? What's your What's your Twitter handle? Just Ari Spears. Ari Spears. Um, Andy yeah. I'm Andy I don't even remember mine. I always That's forget nice. mine. Yeah, andycomedy.com, and you can go to all my twi- all my uh, um, social media. Plus, I think we recorded something that's going to be at the end of this that will tell people what to do. Yes. Um, <clears throat> and, uh, again, as always, uh, all things free comedy, Aries Spears, Pandora, subscribe, free. Uh, Aries Spears, uh, YouTube, hit the subscribe button. And, again, like he said, follow me on Twitter, Aries Spears. Instagram, Aries Spears Official. And uh, there you have it, Eleanor. You, we don't have you on there. What do you, what do you, what do you want to say? Uh, have me on where? 
Well, do you oh, want people sorry. to be able yeah. to find you? No oh, yeah. The, it's just Eleanor Kerrigan. EJ Kerrigan is Twitter. Eleanor Kerrigan on um, Facebook, all that shit. I'm not doing Snap Clip. I'm not getting involved with that. No. Uh, but, like, I have Instagram. I have Facebook. And I have Twitter. Instagram. I love Instagram. Yeah. When does this come out? This will be out on Wednesday. Oh, okay. This Wednesday. And please go on to iTunes. Rate us. Uh, whatever stars you want to give us. I don't give a fuck. But rate us. And if you could also subscribe, we would appreciate that because we need to get some more traction on iTunes. And uh, listen, if you have friends that you told uh, about this podcast and they say they don't have an iPhone, it's Christmas is coming. You should get them a fucking phone that works, uh, number one. But number two, uh, you can get this on YouTube under uh uh, Spears and Steinberg on YouTube, and you can pick it up from there, okay? And you could also subscribe and rate us on there as well. Thanks. Uh, we'll see you. Uh, well, you'll hear us Wednesday. We'll see you next week. Bye.